0: Okay, well, so now I hit the record button. So we've been going for a good five minutes, and I guess it's time to start over again. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: Sky's laying in her bed right now.
1: I am. I'm like, lay- how do you know that, Brent?
0: <laughs> because we've recorded for five minutes. I'm just
1: kidding. Can you see me?
0: Well, I told Skye a really good story, and now she's going to have to pretend like it's her first time listening to it again.
1: Hey, Sky,
0: have I ever told you about my weird neighbor who wears a hot pink trucker
1: cap? I don't think so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, the other day, um, I uh, had a strange interaction with him. So let me paint a picture of what this man is like for you. I see him in some really peculiar outfits, one that I see all the time. He's wearing a hot pink trucker cap, a hot pink collared uh uh, t-shirt i don't know what it is and some navy (laughs) uh, sorry some purple camo shorts Hmm. i've seen him walking around the apartment complex jumping over ledges holding food his his patio is cluttered with junk okay um and there's rules about that yes define junk um there's a cardboard box out there right now that has a bunch hmm. of, like, blue jeans in it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, and I've looked into his apartment, and it's uh, a mess in there. Sometimes, so, so we live in a courtyard for the apartment building, and that's how I see him, like, diagonally down from me. Um, and I've seen him with his couch just turned facing directly to the patio door. And I don't know what he's doing. I've seen... I've In the middle of the night, I've seen he has, like, colorful, like, flashing party lights going on as a, in his apartment. Hmm. I've also seen him early in the morning smoking a bowl on the patio. <laughs> so yeah. This man, this man is, like, in his 50s, right? Does he live alone? Uh, yes, he does. And he's... Okay. He, every time I've talked to him, he's just seemed kind of strange, right? <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah. So the other morning, this is the the good story that you've never heard before. The other morning, I was was eating breakfast out there. Uh, It was early. It was before it got dark in the morning. And I heard someone say, hello. And I looked and it was him. And I said, oh, hi. And I was watching something on YouTube. I had my earbuds in. And he said, can you tell me what time it is? And I said, "Okay, it's like 545. He said, thank you. And I saw him. Standing like he was, he walked backwards and like shimmied into the darkness (laughs) in the corner where I could not see him from my patio. But he was still standing upright on his patio. Oh, my gosh. I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) That's (laughs) nice. So I was back to eating breakfast. And then a minute later, I heard him say, can you do me a favor? And I said, "Okay, what is it? He said, can you call the leasing office and tell them? That I'm locked out of my apartment. And I was like, okay, so like, first of all, I'm thinking, okay, if you're locked out of your apartment, he had to have lost his key somewhere, right? To lock the door. right. And and then, oh, I didn't even tell you the whole story last time. There's more to this. Oh. And I was like, well, sure, yeah, um, I can tell you their number. And he said, oh, I don't have a phone either. <laughs> I said, um. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh then he w- so our emergency maintenance line they charge you like $50 unless it's something that they have deemed as an emergency on a list and losing That's your crazy. key is like something that they would charge you for if they had to come and get you in the middle of the night so i was not going to have this on my account some like $50 fine for calling the emergency maintenance number right right so i said okay and i uh, and and he said uh, he said I went out by the maintenance door and they don't open until 9 today. This is a Saturday morning. So it was like, yeah. So it was a Saturday morning. They don't open until 9 and I've been sleeping on my patio all night. I've been out here. Oh lord. It's <laughs> like, oh, my. Okay. So I went I gathered up all my stuff. I gathered my iPad and my food and I brought it all inside. <laughs> and I called the regular apartment number, and I told them what happened, and left a message, you know, because they weren't open until 9. Um, and I went back out, and I said, hello, hello, and I no one answered. So I never, like, confirmed with him <laughs> that I called somebody. Uh, but he's in there now. He's I've seen him in his apartment since, so I guess he got
1: in. That's so strange. I feel like, hmm, that's just... I mean, I feel like neighbors are super weird. Um, I live in an apartment that was built like in the 30s or 40s. Um, it's super old. There's fun fact. There is not a plug in the bathroom. So your girl has to dry her hair with an extension cord. It's very Aww. Radio Shack 1997. It's um, It is. I mean, it's, it's a great experience. I like, <laughs> not, used to knock all my posters down because I would like blow dry my hair while sitting on my bed. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. try it at home. Um, Just podcast in bed. Exactly. Always everything in bed. Um, (laughs) but I have these neighbors and sometimes they like, they're kind of, they're older than me, but one night it was so scary. And like, you can hear anything from like this whole apartment. So hopefully I'll get to move one day. But one night I heard banging on, and it sounded like my door, but it wasn't, but I got out of bed, you know, like a, like a -a ragamuffin. And I got to my, got to my door and I heard Juliet, Juliet. <laughs> Meet I, Doty Walker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I heard like more knocks, Juliet, Juliet. And finally it was like, baby girl, Juliet is not going, she's either dead, she's hiding, or she's asleep. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to start screaming. But there's only several incidences like that that happen around here. But I don't have any eccentric men with hats. Was it
0: Romeo calling up to the balcony?
1: You know, it was a, it would it might have been a Romina, I but don't know.
0: soft, what light through yonder window breaks? It is sky.
1: It's sky. Yes, yeah, sky was really upset. And another thing that's pretty weird is at my apartment complex there is a red jeep. I guess you have a red jeep. It's not you, but it might a, be me. It could be you. This red jeep I moved into this place in 2018, like July of 2018. This jeep, I have not started noticing this jeep since November of 2018 and it's never moved. <laughs> okay, <laughs> It's just there. You've never
0: I seen mean, anyone, you've never seen it not be there a single time.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: So and you're and in like an apartment.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's very old. It's like, a, it looks like a Tudor style building. And I, um, it's like, basically like a buffet because there's all these great places to eat across the way. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, it literally has been there for two years. And it's not just Um, parked in
0: someone's yard. It's in an apartment parking lot.
1: Yes. And (laughs) it used to have a just married sign on the back of it. And then it had like a Minnesota tag and it was like, uh, we're very far away from Minnesota and the just married thing has like wiped off. So I'm like, Oh. You know, are you dead? Like, I don't know. It's, oh, so it's it was weird. written
0: in like paint on the window.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It cracked <laughs> off. What did you think? I made? Well, like I don't
0: know, like a magnet or something is what I was thinking. No, okay.
1: But it's super weird. And like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that if I like went, I would never do this. Um, But like got a baseball bat, which I can hardly lift and like punch the wall or punch the glass out. I mean, I nobody would ever care probably
0: because nobody owns that car maybe they're yeah. in jail
1: you know they they could be um they together might. they're newly together. married <laughs> i even in that. jail. I always, I always picture ashton kutcher and uh, Brittany murphy from just married when i see that car and i'm like that's probably who they are it might be. <laughs> i don't know if you remember this and i don't know if anybody would remember this but Do you remember in 2010 when Tumblr was, I feel like at at its height or it's, and everybody had one, everybody was raving and raging about it. I
0: think I got my Tumblr. Oh no. I had a Tumblr in 2007. Oh my gosh. Who (laughs) are you? My Tumblr, I get a birthday message and it's, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get the birthday message for 13 years here soon.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, they, I don't know. I I like deleted my old email, so they deleted my Tumblr. So it's, it's no longer there. It was like sky's the limit. But I remember in 2010, it was like a big deal at the time for like oversaturated colors and like lights. And like, I remember during Christmas time, people would like have a dark photo of themselves but then They would have Christmas lights around them. And there were, like, fireflies, and lights were very, like, just eccentric, basically. Okay. And it was super weird, because last week, I watched this movie that's pretty good. It's on, um, it's on Prime. I really liked it. It's called Chemical Hearts, with Lily Reinhart from Riverdale and Austin Abrams from Euphoria. And that movie made me think of 2010 Tumblr. Like, I had the most nostalgic feeling after that movie. It was movie. that aesthetic? It was that aesthetic, and like, and I can't even explain to you why. But after I watched it, I like cried for my youth. Like, it, it was <laughs> okay. so bizarre. And there's this song that's in it by Beach House, which is one of my favorite bands or groups or whatever the kids say nowadays. Um, but it's it's called um, oh gosh, what's it even called? I listen to it like all the time. It's called. Um, I Care It's Care of You or whatever. it's one of the best songs ever. But every time I listen to it now, it takes me back to 2010. It's the craziest thing.
0: Well, that's fun.
1: Yeah. And like two weeks ago, I tried on my prom dress from 2011. So I saw the really, picture. I really added to my nostalgia. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, your, so your Tumblr was called Sky's the Limit? Yes. Do was. you remember in third grade when Ashley Page came to our class and said, uh let's pretend like we're making a business. Sky wants to open a hair salon and she can call it Sky's the Limit. Do you remember that? I
1: it's really weird that you mentioned that because I literally was thinking about that today. If not today, it was yesterday. That same day so in weird. third
0: grade? To what? That same day in third grade?
1: No, like today I was thinking about it.
0: Th- that's what I'm saying. You were thinking about that that day that that happened oh
1: yeah 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 i was like what are you talking about yeah so um,
0: so here in uh austin texas i was driving down the road and saw a billboard for a retirement community called sky's the limit and it was spelled s-k-y-e stop so i think i think I think it's called like sky retirement village you know, or whatever i think it's called sky and the tagline was sky's the limit oh my
1: gosh <laughs> I wish I was a retirement village because I'd be laying on my bed all day long. Ah,
0: <laughs> okay. That's
1: where you were going with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's, it's funny now. Like, um, I have a customer service job, which mm-hmm. is not for the faint of heart for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but it's funny that a lot of people will call in and, and some people have never heard the name sky before or the, or they'll say, that's a pretty name. Or They'll say my grand my granddaughter's name is Skye, or my grandson's name is Skye, which is so interesting because I don't really I don't know any skies, um, except for this girl who I'm still mad at. like I don't even know her, but she's probably a lovely girl, but I'll never forgive her for this. Because on the first day of school in college, the teacher called Roll. And, of course, every time it gets to me, I'm, like, vomiting because okay. they're going to butcher my first name, obviously, Skyler. But they're uh-huh. going to say Shiler, whatever it is going to be. Huh. And this girl came in, and the teacher read off the whatever and said, Samantha. And the girl went, I go by Sky. Uh-huh. In what way <laughs> do you go by Sky? I have never been so... I mean, I was like, my identity has been taken. No, I'm Sky. I know. It was like, I needed to pull out my steak knife and save Buffy from the hell mouth. It was all, I was mad. It was not good.
0: But you survived.
1: I did survive. Barely. That was a fun <laughs> class too. It was art. And I think she ended up like, I, I think that girl ended up dropping the class anyway. So it was like, well, dang. Thanks for upstaging me. You can't now even make I it. I am to class. the
0: one and only Sky. Thank you very
1: much. <laughs> exactly. I just did my I Dream a Genie head bob and she was out of there.
0: Hey, Sky. Hi. <laughs> I know that you like to write. Is this true? It is true. Yes. So when we first started our podcast, In however many years ago, uh, in the ninth grade, um, we were introduced to a fun little program called National Novel Writing Month. Uh, A quick explanation to people who don't know what that is. It is is a fun time that you have writing 50,000 words of a brand new novel in the month of November. That's all there is to it. Sky participated her first year (laughs) and she did the whole thing. Yes. I participate all the time, and I've never finished it. Aww. But I've got a really exciting uh, idea for what I'm going to do this year. So today is October 1st that we're recording this, and so that makes it National Novel Planning Month, and I wanted to tell you, Sky, about how I'm going to plan my novel this month.
1: Ooh, I'm excited.
0: Um, how much do you know about role-playing games? I can play charades, <laughs> or is it charades? Right. So I'm I'm talking about things like Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Oh, no, no, no.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I figured. <laughs> so these games um, are about working with your friends to, like, be in character and tell a story together. That's sort of the idea behind it. Nice. And they come in all different flavors. Um, there's one role-playing game that I really like that's called Fiasco. And Hmm. the goal of Fiasco is to create a story that is akin to a Coen Brothers movie.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Right. Um, So it's a
0: very cool um, game that helps you build characters and establish relationships and set up a situation. And then you with your friends uh, follow a loose structure and act through what would happen to these characters in this movie.
1: That's cool.
0: So there is a really cool website called fiascoplaysets.com that has all different settings and uh, themes that you can play your fiasco game around. And I found one that is based on Goosebumps books. <gasps>
1: uh-uh. <laughs>
0: so Stop. Uh, the name of it is Horripilation. And uh, what I will be doing is basically rolling the dice and fudging the numbers a little bit to suit my needs to create four (laughs) or five different characters. And they are going to have certain relationships together. Uh, They will have needs um, that drive them to do certain things. There will be locations and objects that are all themed around weird occult spooky sci-fi horror I- any of those cool. kinds of things um so i don't know what's going to happen yet but i'm going to play my way into discovering the basis of this book uh,
1: that is really cool So i'm excited
0: to do that and i will like keep you updated when i've made some decisions about things
1: i love it
0: um I, one thing that i really yeah. like about it is it it so you and i both have theater backgrounds right right so as an actor actors are all about i need to play a need so it's like i'm going to create these characters and be very character focused and they're each going to have something that they want out of this and then i get to like improv so i'm thinking of it as like a long form improv game with myself that's really cool. <laughs> and so maybe I'll make it past 20,000 words this year, which I've never done before. But if Look I've got a hope. plan this year, maybe I will.
1: Do you still have all of your old manuscripts that you've never finished?
0: Uh, yes, I do. Some <gasps> of them are very short.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I still have your manuscript that you did finish.
1: Oh, did you ever read it? No. <laughs> It's called Purple Haze, and I mm-hmm. it was it's so terrible. I mean, I i did that. Um, I wrote that about the 60s, and there was a, a, two brothers named Randy in Houston, and they were, like, you know, the greaser type. I, I loved all that kind of stuff. I loved hippies yeah. when I was that age. I still love hippies. One of my best friends is, like, a legit hippie. It's terrifying. But, I mean, I used to love all that stuff when I was a kid. And then that same year was the year that I became obsessed with vampires. And mm. honestly, fun fact, I was upstairs in my attic the other day, and I probably have 25 Twilight shirts. Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Like, that's that's why I'm single. Do you that have a Twilight Fright shirt? I think I do. I think I you do, too. I, do. I don't
0: know where mine is. I don't know if it's here or back at my parents' house. Great
1: time. So I love vampires and the idea of vampires and all this stuff. And so I um, wrote a 400-page vampire novel. Oh,
0: I didn't know this.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, let me, tell me let more. Me just, let me just tell you, if you ever truly like hate yourself, it's really not a good idea to go back and look at these types of things. Um, just kidding. I mean,
0: it's long. I mean, 400 pages is a lot to look back at.
1: It is. And my friend Alana in high school actually drew like a cover uh-huh. for know her. You know, I know her. All. Yes, you do know her. Um, but anyway, it was about a girl named Redden. Okay. Her name was Redden, like R E D E N D. Um, I'm already, uh, okay. putting myself in timeout. Um, okay. Redden. And she was an orphan living with her aunt and uncle. And she was invited to go to kill Devant Manor.
0: <laughs> to kill Devant?
1: Kill Devant Manor. Mm hmm. And so when she was on the train to kill Devont Manor, she is bitten by a vampire. Oh, no! I know. Look out! And (laughs) so when she wakes up, she's a vampire, and she kept having these dreams, and Chris Creighton, who's the vampire, which is whatever name for a vampire, but he... Was the one that bit her and like all this stuff. It's just I don't know. It's really stupid. And there's like this really awful scene about the go- this garden that 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 they're in. It's just terrible. And looking back on that, it's just like absolutely hilarious to me. Like the whole like how we are as children and how we think we know so much, but we really don't. And how old I don't were know. you when you wrote this? I was fifteen, I think. Okay. I was fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, it's just one of those things, though, looking back, it's like a time capsule of where you were at that age. And Mm -hmm. I I don't know. It's kind of nice because I was not mature. I knew nothing about anything except the fact that I wanted a cute vampire boyfriend, which I don't think you can find any of those here. Just like Claire
0: on Degrassi.
1: Stop. She
0: wrote vampire fan fiction. Stop.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna bring up Eli. I was like, this is this is a family friendly audience. We don't want to talk about Eli because I might lose my mind. <laughs> you love Eli. I love Eli. hmm
0: We I I collectively wrote stories as far back as like elementary school together.
1: Oh yeah, I still have one. I you, should bring You up... have
0: scripts <laughs> of of oh, I... movies that we were gonna act out.
1: I do. One of them was based off the Archie comics. And it mm-hmm. was like, and Archie slaps Betty in the face at the end or something. And it was like, I remember reading it to my parents. and My mom was like, or my dad was like, Lord, Archie would never hit Betty in the face.
0: <laughs> but we had to act it out and make it into a movie.
1: Right. I know. it was going to be a very, very popular movie. Like we could have won awards for it. I, another thing that I used to love to do is write poetry when mm. I was like 15, 16. And that's another thing that is like so cringy, like nails on a chalkboard. But it's <laughs> yeah. so, it's so, I'll have to read some, but one of them was literally called like Gothic Angel. That was like the name of the poem. Oh, yeah. How it was, sad. I mean, it, sad is the right word, but it's not sad how you, how you think it would be sad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, it was it was bad. Good great bad times, but I'm actually currently taking a writing class. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm really got to my schedule's so busy cuz I'm here there and everywhere all the time, but um it's really really great and I'm getting a lot of uh just a lot of things from it. And I'm kind of learning too right. that if there's something you want to do in life, you just do it. Like, you know, nobody's okay. telling you, nobody says, "Hey, you can't do this." Like you know, unless they're they have authority over you. Otherwise you can pretty much do what you please, you know?
0: I don't know. Have you written anything particularly exciting from this class yet?
1: I haven't Any yet. Any like
0: blurbs that you're like, ooh, I liked that.
1: Not yet. I haven't yet. I have been writing I've I've sort of written some essays just about Okay my life and evolving and dealing with depression and anxiety which I know so many people have dealt with which it sounds like when people are like I have anxiety it sounds like it's so you know that it's just like mainstream and everybody's just like name dropping anxiety but it's real sure and so dealing with those moments and getting to write about those moments has been really eye-opening for me and it's been therapeutic it's been really therapeutic As you know, my dad's a writer. So I yes, feel like I I've always, in case you didn't know, I've always had this like drive in me, I guess. Um, and I also remember when I was a little girl now that it's spooky month, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad used to literally scare the absolute hell out of me <laughs> when I was a kid. He used to, he used to tell me stories that, I mean, my mom would have to be like, you have to go apologize to her and tell her it's not real. Cause I would just like be in bed, like shaking. I'd be so afraid. So the idea of being able to tell a story to somebody that impacts them is huge. Whether it's scaring them to death, thanks dad, still getting over that, or... I have
0: memories you know, of your dad telling scary stories.
1: <laughs> I mean, don't we all like the one in C-Lab where he yeah. says that the house was haunted? That's very typical of him. Made it up on the spot? I made it up on the spot, you are not wrong. And there's apparently an, a movie from, I want to say it's a silent film, and it's called The Bat, and it's about Ooh. this this like creature that comes to this party. Um, and the way my dad tells things is like terrifying because he like pauses at just the right moments you know so your hair like turns white with fear um, and he was like, yeah this party and this creature came to the party and so that night we were having like a wedding shower for this family friend and so he was like in the back could show up tonight. <laughs> and so like the whole time i'm at this party i'm like oh my gosh the bat is gonna show up and i'm not ready for this i'm not ready to die and then finally like i told my dad that and he ended up just laughing and i still give him a hard time about it because i mean well it kind of scared me oh that is
0: so cute
1: I've been reading a lot. I read, I'm currently reading Rebecca, which is like a, a kind of a spooky Jane Eyre type book. Okay. Um, and I'm definitely going to try to read something spooky, like several books a week, which I think I can do. Cause I've read, I've read like 24 books since June. Well, that's pretty good. So yeah. So we're on a roll. Yeah. So
0: when I was talking about having like a, like a weekly recommendation or something on this show, um, yeah. I was also thinking like a lot of times it, I imagine it will turn into book corner talking yes. about books that we've read and that's yes. totally fine. I don't have a book to recommend this week, but I will yes. next week.
1: Well, I would definitely, I think we talked about it in our trailer. I would definitely recommend, um, I'm thinking of ending things. That was definitely a uh, page Turner. And I, again, like abandoned my friend. Who, by the way, listened to the trailer and was like, you talked about me. And I was like, I did. And he was like, you better not say anything else about me. Oh, and that's he texted, sweet. Me, he texted me like 15 minutes before our call and he was like, you better not talk about me. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He'll just sue me. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we talked about uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things in a uh, recording that we did not release. It was a really good book, but it was full of spoilers, that discussion was. Um, Yeah, but we both recommend the book as a good suspense novel. Um, Don't bother with the Netflix adaptation. That's a lot of what we talked about was how bad that Netflix movie was. Don't bother.
1: I'm still upset about that. And I didn't even see it. Um, And I think we talked about how a lot of times books to movies are terrible. Like the only the only few movies that are good are like The Outsiders and Harry Potter but then there are things like the Cirque de Freak, and then there are a bunch of others that just don't translate very well, like Less Than Zero and things like that.
0: So I saw a video that tried to mathematically explain why that happens. And basically it says, it, it's, just, it's just a guess. It's not solid theory or anything, but it says perhaps a story, there is no correlation between whether it makes a good movie or a good book. It might hmm. do one. It might do the other. It might do both or neither. So you have this total scatter plot. So they take all the good books and make all of them into movies, but only some of them make good movies. Not
1: all of them. Weird. Interesting. Because I mean, it seems to happen a lot. And I feel like you know, even in The Shining, which I absolutely cannot stand that movie, and I feel like people are going to be upset about that. But I hate it. But in the book, there's like a very interesting scene. Where, um, the bushes that are shaped like animals move and it's so scary the way it's written, but it's like, that was never in the movie. And I feel like it would have been stupid if it was in the movie, but at the same time, like they took really great scenes out of the movie that were in, originally in the book.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. so the shining is one that I'm planning on reading this month oh, in yeah. for spooky. Month. Yeah. Uh, so I've never read it, never seen the movie. Uh, I know that there's a tricycle and there's uh, the Red Room, and that's about all I know.
1: Well, yeah. And that's really, I would definitely not watch the movie first. I I would definitely read it. Um, And
0: Shelley Duvall. (laughs) That's all I know. (laughs) (music) I figured we could have a little bit of podcast talk, at least for our first episode. Yeah. Um, I wanted to update you on something, Sky. It looks like through our meager social media uh, advertising attempts, we have 30 listeners already.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: Nice. 30 people subscribed to the show. I wanted to let everyone listening know, if you enjoy this, please tell your friends to subscribe. Because that's the only way we're going to get any bigger, is if you spread via word of mouth. So if you enjoy yes. it, please do that. Yes. Um, we don't currently have any plans for uh, any form of audience participation, but I do want to say that we have an email address, which is Sky at gmail.com. And if you go to our website, uh, our podcast host has set us up with a system that lets you leave voice messages for us, like, like voicemails for us. So if you have anything that you want to say or add? Um, you are certainly welcome to contact us in one of those ways, and maybe we will consider uh, including something on the show.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. This is exciting. I'm so glad we decided to do this.
0: It is going to be great. Eek. Do you have anything else to say, Sky?
1: I don't. Not, not right now, Brent.
0: Well, we love you.
1: <laughs> we love you. <laughs>
0: This has been the Brent and Sky Show, a weekly podcast about growing up,
1: but not too fast.
0: If you like the show, remember to tell your friends
1: and consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes.
0: You can find our show notes at Brent and Sky.
1: That's S-K-Y-E
0: dot com.
1: Yay! If you want to be scared out of your mind, bro <gasps> you need to look up staircases in the woods. you will poop your pants okay, maybe let me I see can... if I can i can find I'll find the article for you and send it to you. You will poop your pants
0: maybe maybe <laughs> I will uh talk about this on next week's show.
1: Yes, I'll send it to you. You will not be okay. I'm just telling you <laughs> <laughs> I mean I sent it my this girl I work with who's really into like weird stuff sent it to me and like, at first I was like oh why is she sent this to me and I'm not kidding I read them all and I was just like I like went to the bathroom and I was like I hope no one breaks into the bathroom like I was so freaked out
0: <laughs> I can't wait
1: yes